Welcome back to Sac Passe with Sophie, the podcast formerly known as the Haitian American Dream, where we discuss the beauty, the flaws, and all of Haitian culture. So pull up a chair, grab some cremas, cola la caille, or grenadilla, because it's time to tune in. Welcome back to another episode of Sac Passe with Sophie. I hope that you all are doing well. It's been about a week since we have last spoken. Well, actually, it's been exactly a week since we've last spoken. I hope that everyone had a wonderful week, that you were able to eat some good food, enjoy yourself. For those who live up north or in colder places, I hope that the winter didn't get to you too much. Um, there's been some snow where I am. So, you know, you know how things go. Um, but anyways, we're going to go ahead and jump right in today's episode. It's going to be a little bit different for you all. Instead of going to the Menjaz last section, we're actually going to be talking about music for this whole episode. So you're going to be hearing music for the whole episode. So for my music heads, my compa heads, my Haitian music heads, I hope that you're excited because I'm excited and I am a super ready to share with you all some lovely, wonderful music that I've just discovered. And as you can see from the title... It says, today's leading ladies of the Haitian music industry. That is what HMI stands for, for those who are unaware. If you check the description box before you listen to this podcast, you would also have known that. Alrighty, y'all. So we're actually going to jump right into the Haitian of the day, which today is a lovely, wonderful young woman who I've met digitally as well, which most of the creatives, Haitian creatives that I've met have been online or people that I've known back home. So, Ms. Drumroll, please. Sorry, that was a really bad drum roll. Oh my God, I gotta do that again. All right, y'all. So today's Haitian of the day is Shirley Dorzanville, who is the founder of the platform Haitians Who Blog, um, which is actually an online network or platform, whatever you wanna call it, created to connect Haitian creatives and entrepreneurs. She also serves as its creative director and producer, she basically what she does with her platform she highlights other parts of the haitian community through workshops events programming all of that geared towards the empowerment of haitian creatives and business owners and when i first um let me see what did i first see shirley i think it was probably on twitter regardless i yeah i saw her on twitter and then i saw her blog on um instagram or her platform on instagram and i was like whoa this is super awesome like it's just always amazing to me the different people and different creative minds that we have in the haitian community who are putting their ideas together to make something that's much bigger than all of us. So as I said, she's the Haitian of the day for her wonderful accomplishments and what she's been doing as far as bringing the Haitian community together in a creative space. Um, A few more things about Shirley before I get off this section. Shirley is also a digital entrepreneur, a strategist, a digital strategist to be exact. She's a speaker and a pre-licensed therapist. So your girl is educated, okay? And she is ready to do some amazing, awesome things in the Haitian community and abroad as well. She's quite busy in these internet streets, making sure to leave behind a powerful, powerful, but positive impact wherever she ventures. According to one of her other platforms where she serves as the executive director, which is at Haitian Queens Platform, Her motto is, I aspire to inspire through building a sense of community and developing online networks. So with that said, let's give Shirley a clap for that. I don't want to clap into the mic because it might sound kind of strange. But anyways, I want to give her a big shout out for her super, super hard work on every platform she owns and to just encourage her to keep going. Um, Shirley, your efforts are being recognized every day. Even if you may not feel like it, every day your efforts are being recognized and people are looking up to you. 
Um, and I just believe you're going to continue elevating to your highest purpose. And that's what I love and want to see in the Haitian community, especially for the Haitian creative space. All right. So y'all make sure if you, if you aren't already follow her on the gram, Haitians who blog, and also another platform she has, which is Haitian art strokes, where you can see basically paintings and artwork done by Haitian creatives as well. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, the other platform is Haitian Queens platform. Alrighty. So I'm going to take a quick break and we're going to go ahead and dive into the update chat. And y'all know I like to talk. So let's see how this goes. Hey, 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 sac passe. It's your girl, Sophie. It's your girl, Sophie. Okay, guys, so we're doing a quick break just so that I can let you all know some updates on the podcast. So, on Instagram, for those who are following me already, you know that the Instagram name was originally fad.podcast. Sorry, T H A D dot podcast, right? But I decided let's switch things up a little bit. I'm trying to make sure that everything is cohesive and makes sense to you, especially to new people so that they know how to find the podcast and all that great stuff. So the new Instagram page name is actually Sakpase underscore podcast. So that's S-A-K-P-A-S-E underscore podcast. Okay. Second thing for those who have also been following this podcast for my writing service which is splendid writing services where i do resumes cover letters all this great stuff for you all the new name on instagram is also splendid writing svcs Alrighty, so that was our quick break we're gonna go ahead and jump right back into the episode so update chat i know y'all probably think oh lord here go this girl again she always got some problem and i'ma tell y'all because i know y'all nosy and you want to know <laughs> no but on a serious note okay Y'all know I'm always struggling, always on a struggle bus, never could get off. My bus fare is always paid for the struggle bus. But recently, okay, hear me out. I've been trying to get back into meditating and praying more and just kind of really thinking about positive things and all that stuff. So I'm really trying to focus more on the positives in life um, and all those things that are going for me in the right direction. With that said, I'm going to stop complaining so much. Like I, I, pro- I promise y'all, I'm going to try my very best. This week, I'm challenging myself to be more positive and to focus on the good stuff that are going on in life. And I encourage you all to take that challenge with me. Um, I actually have an opportunity that's coming up that I don't want to fully disclose at the moment, but I'm super excited about this. Um, and also, I just completed my six week of acting class. And y'all, when I tell you, I was so so freaking happy because it was such an amazing journey. I met some amazing, amazing dope people there. Um, and it was quite the adventure, but the thing is I finished it. Like I chose something to do and I finally finished it. Like I haven't done that in a very long time. So I need y'all to clap it up for me because your girl is so very excited. High five. Matter of fact, let me high five myself right now. Y'all can't see it. I was going to record this episode, but I was just like, I really don't feel like it. I've been recording a lot of stuff lately and I need a real camera. So my phone is like starting to get annoyed with me. Like, girl, can we stop recording? But anyways, like I said, high five to me for finishing my acting class. I'm super excited for the amazing things that I know that God is going to bring to my front door in the next few months, the next few years. I'm speaking it into existence. There is power in the tongue. We are going to get it done and things are going to go the way that they need to go. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Alrighty, y'all. So let's go ahead and jump right into... The Kickcock section of the show. Mm-hmm. 
You guys are probably wondering, how did she do it? How did she get to the click crack section at seven minutes in? It usually takes me about 30 minutes. You know why? Because I stopped complaining. Usually my update chat takes forever. But guess what? Like I said, I'm trying to focus more on the positives. And with that being said, I also want this episode to be a little bit shorter. So let's get into the thick of things. This episode, all right, it's going to highlight. First of all, first of all, let me let me let me pedal back. Back, okay. Happy Women's History Month. For those who follow the page, I know you've been seeing I've been posting every day. I'm trying to stay consistent because I really, really love history, number one. I love Haitian history. Um, I love black history. I love history, period. I love women's history. These are just things that I love and enjoy. On my main page, I've been posting like um, a lot of African-American history specifically. And then on my, um, um, sorry, on the podcast page, I'm posting Haitian women in history. All right. So I say all that to say women throughout time have not been given the proper respect and credit that is due to them period period i don't care what anyone says i don't care if a guy wants to say oh that's just because you're a feminist y'all always want to talk about you know women this women that yes and i'm gonna continue because we're dope and we're lovely and y'all love us so why not (laughs) why not right as i said Women are not given the proper credit and respect that is due their name, and we need to change that. I truly, truly feel as though if there were more women in certain positions of power in countries across the world, across the world, things would be very different in societies everywhere, everywhere. But we're not going to get too deep into that. But what I will say is, like I said, this episode It's meant to highlight the women within the Haitian music industry, which abbreviated is usually HMI. So if you see that on Instagram or Twitter or anywhere online or just in general, that's what it stands for. Haitian music industry. What I've seen, especially growing up, is that oftentimes the men are put at the forefront of the Haitian music genre, whether it be compa, um, gaga, tukubadu, any other music that is associated with Haitian culture. However, in honor of Women's History Month, it is only right that we pay homage to the women who are making strides in the music world. All right. And you guys know how I am. I always want to do my mental health section and stuff to show people, you know, you know what I'm saying? Even though it's just my BA, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so I'm going to do that at the end. And now you guys are probably thinking, okay, how does mental health tie into Haitian women in the music industry? Y'all know I'm going to tell you, right? But before I do that, I'm going to dive right into the music, okay? Let's let's talk about the music for a section, first of all. Because as I said, growing up, I would always see a lot of men at the forefront of compa, like the Island Cades, um, the, uh, who, who else that can I think of off the top of my head right now? Um, the Sweet Mickey's, the, who else? I, honestly, I'm drawing a blank right now, y'all. I'm so tired. I've been working so hard on different things. But you get my point, right? At the top, like top of your head, if you name the, like if you say, if someone was asked you, who is your favorite compa artist? I guarantee you probably would say a woman's name first. I, um, sorry, I guarantee you would say a man's name first, okay? And that needs to change. I'm here to change that. Like I want to support Haitian women in, mu- in the Haitian music industry more. I feel like they truly deserve it, all right? So let's go ahead and jump right into... The first person that we're going to be talking about today, and it's actually going to be a part two to this. Next week, we're going to be talking about five other women. Today, we're talking about the first five. It's in no particular order. Honestly, I just chose people and said, I'm going to talk about them today. All right. 
So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a quick song for each person, and then we're going to go into their bio. Alrighty? So I hope you guys are ready. This first song is going to be by the artist, who is a singer, a rapper, and a stylist. She's from Haiti and Brooklyn as well. So she's an ICM Brooklynite, okay? And, oh, where's my phone? Tequila. Anyway, sorry about that, y'all. My phone never goes off while I'm recording. But yeah, so her music is a mix. She has like the compa mix, the you know, the very Haitian influence. And also some of her music has a little bit of a trap influence, right? Depending on what song. So anywho, let's play a quick song by her, which actually I just saw on her Instagram, which is a song called Belle Femme. So I hope that you guys are excited because you already know that I am. All right. So let's take a quick break so you can hear her song. Alright, so I hope you guys enjoyed that song Belle Femme by Mikael as much as I enjoyed it. Um, as you can see, she is someone who, based off of her Instagram alone and her music, you just know she's out here trying to give a positive message. And in this song, basically what I got from it is that um, there's certain women who will give off a certain vibe to people for no reason, like which basically just means like they'll have a certain face on and just try to be very like uppity when it comes to people. But it's just like, you know, in the song, she says, God called us to love everyone. So like, why are you being, you know, so extra? But anyways, so check it out. It's on YouTube. The video is beautiful, beautiful. Um, you guys should definitely check her out. So of course I was on the internet looking things up and whatnot. And I realized, of course, from my favorite blog with all the Haitian information that you can think of, or one of my favorites, Creolicious.com, which like I always tell you has like basically anything you want to know about Haitian history or modern Haitian um, happenings. I don't even know what that means. Anyways, but things that are going on in the culture today, like um, the creatives, the chefs, people, interviews of basically just anyone you can almost think of, you look it up, you'll probably go to Creolicious.com. Um, so yeah, so according to an interview on Creolicious.com, Mikhail said that her aim when it comes to music is to shine a light on our culture in a positive way, bring good music, sisterhood, and support her team and rebels with a cause. All right. So team Haiti sisters, as she said. Today, I want to honor Mikhail's efforts to bring together Haitian women in the music industry and her focus on bringing more beauty to the Haitian culture through her artwork, which is music. All right. And like I said, she's a singer, rapper, a stylist her skincare is on point if you look on her instagram which of course y'all already know i'm gonna give you the instagram so it is m-i-c-k-a-e-l artist already so guys make sure you go ahead and check her out she's super dope super awesome you can tell she's a very humble sweet person um and yeah give her her streaming okay go on Go on YouTube, wherever it is that you're able to find her music, you go ahead and you do that. All right. So far, I've been see I've seen it on YouTube. I have title right now, so I didn't see her song up there. But anywho, 
you guys look her up on her Instagram and you will find more information that you need in order for you to tune in. Alrighty, y'all. We're going to go ahead and move on to the next Haitian woman, the next leading Haitian woman in the music industry. Okay, okay, okay. All right, y'all. So this is someone who I just discovered and I'm ashamed because her music is freaking lit. Sorry. Remember I said I'm not going to curse no more, right? Y'all see me? I'm doing good, right? Anyways, so this artist's name is Niska. All righty. And... Hold on one second, y'all, because you know I gotta make sure I got all my facts together before I'm speaking. So her name is Niska Garut. I hope I'm saying her name correct. On Instagram, her name is Kanis K-A-N-I-S. She is a queen of many crowns. First of all, I was reading through her bio and I was able to find it on multiple sources, and I was just like, oh, this girl is out here freaking popping. Like, what? So she's a rapper, songwriter. Make sure you write this down. It's a long list. Rapper, songwriter, graphic designer, businesswoman, model, painter, and fashionista. She hails from Pétionville, Haiti. And she actually began writing music as early as 13 years old, where she created her first rap, which was called Girl for Life. And by 17, she made her first studio debut. So y'all, these guys are here popping. I recently heard her song. It was, I was listening to some Alan Kave, and her song came up with him. And I was like, whoa. This sounds amazing. Then I clicked on her, you know, click on artists, got to her album called Energy, which in English is energy. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. This girl is amazing. Like, what? Well, I should have been known about her. Shame on me. I saw her article on Creolicious. I saw her article on Les Union Suite and a whole bunch of other places. So I am now paying Niska her her due respect and credit because she's lit. Anywho. I forgot to play the song, so I'm going to play it for you guys really quick, and then I'll get back to the rest of the information about her. So tune in, listen to this song. This song, trust me, yeah, listen, watch. You're going to like it. I, I promise you. I'll tell you the name at the end of it. So the name of that track, y'all, is Kokoye by Niska and Alan Kabe, which you all know, like I said, he's one of the Compa legends. And Niska, like I said, is a super dope rapper. And I know that song is like, it's very seductive and sensual. So, you know, if you know, if y'all not into that kind of music, then you probably shouldn't listen to it. But it's on her, um, her latest album, which is Energy. All right. Make sure y'all check that out. Y'all, I should make a video of me dancing to that, but I don't want to get too crazy because <laughs> y'all know I'm a little, you know, cuckoo, a little foo-foo. But all right, so Niska has produced and collaborated in several musical projects, including some HMI heavyweights, including Bookman Esperance and even Alan Cave, as I mentioned. And I know y'all like that song. You can't tell me you wasn't in there and your seat kind of stirring around a little bit. I know you were. I know you ain't gotta tell me. <laughs> get the name. Get the well. Get you there. Don't mess up. 
Anyways, so according to Niska, she writes her music from experience, observations, and what she envisions. So shout out to this Haitian queen who is wrapping her behind off in a male-dominated genre, male-dominated industry, especially for Haitian artists, as I mentioned. Shout out to her. I just pray that she continues to do a good work and do what it is that she wants to do, no matter what creative endeavor she decides to stick with or stick with them all, because y'all know me. I do a whole bunch of stuff, and I see that she is just like me with songwriting, designing all this other stuff well i don't do all of that but i kind of do similar things all right let's go ahead and move on to do, 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 miss it all right so this is number three miss it which her name is spelled her, her real name is it it's not like a nickname but her stage name is it with two eyes so it's a y double i t i she is a singer and songwriter. She is actually of Haitian, French, and Chilean descent. So when you see her, she is a very fair-skinned Haitian woman. And I know some people will probably be like, oh, but no, she is Haitian. She makes Haitian music, all right? So don't don't play my girl, all right? She was born in Paris, but she moved to Haiti at the tender age of two years old. Her name, like I said, her real name is Aiti. Her music journey began only in grade school, but her true pursuit with it began after the earthquake, which you all know was in 2012. All right, so I'm going to play a quick song for y'all. Of course, you see, ouais, m'ge music la pou nou jodi. Pap jishwe have nou anko. Mem di ma mette kompa, ma mette jazz la pou nou me jazz la. Y'all ready? Because I'm always ready. Let's go. song you guys just heard is Ziptima by Aiti. Ziptima is Z-E-P-T-I-M-A. You guys can find her on Spotify, on Titan, on YouTube, all of that good stuff. And of course, I'm going to post everything on my Instagram so you guys have access to it and, and the description box, all of that stuff. Everything will be convenient for you all. I need y'all to like Send me some money to my cash app because I be putting y'all onto some facts, some history, some music, cultural references that some of you may not know. You know what I'm saying? And things I'm entertaining, I'm funny. Why go for them? Let's not talk on bon bon podcast comme ça. Faut nous faire des bons dieux. Merci. Okay. And today's episode is going really fast, so I know y'all gonna be able to listen to it to the end with no problems. Like, come on, you gotta give Sophie your credit. Well, her credit. And give me credit in the form of monetary transactions. Um, just kidding. But no. So I hope you guys enjoy that song. Zeptima. Zeptima. I heard that song. What was it like? Maybe last year or when did it come out? I don't remember exactly. I think it was last year. See, I be getting onto these songs so late. But anyways, that song was so pop. Oh my God. I just realized there's another song by her. I want to play for y'all. Oh my goodness. Hold on a second. I got to find this song. <laughs> Simon, 
the next song by her, that one is called actually Bombagai Lakai and it's hashtag BBLK. Um, the thing I really, really love about that song is that it has like an influx, an influx, that's the wrong word. It has a fuse of, um, Laga, Tubadu, and a mix of Kompa in it too. Like if you hear the song later down in the line, you'll hear the, um, when she says Depose Kompa. Y'all, I freaking love, I love songs like that, that just mixes up all the different genres. Cause like I said, a lot of people don't notice that Haiti has multiple genres. They just automatically always say, oh, compa. And it's just like, no, there's more. But anyways, you guys, as I said, check her out. I'm going to have the video on my Instagram page as well. So you guys can see it as well. And of course, I knew you guys like that song too. And I'm going to put the little videos on Instagram so you guys can see the beautiful work that these women are doing. I don't want to just be putting their music out there and it's like okay it falls on deaf ears no i want you to hear it and i want you to see it and i want it to stay ingrained in your mind so we can begin to give these women the credit that they deserve the money that they deserve okay they're out here doing some good art in the industry and they deserve it honestly they do all right so moving along IET has a very eccentric taste in music and according to sources she states that she is still experimenting with different styles of music her body of musical work has a taste of pop, rock, compa, and even some Haitian folklore sounds. Like the song I just played for you all has that little that raga beat, that little carnaval type of thing, but with a mix of compa. And like I always tell you guys, there are different musical genres in Haiti. It's not just compa. We say compa often, but it's not always compa. So let's get let's be clear, okay? There is a raga, there's tubadu, there's compa, and there's a whole bunch of there's a rap creole. There's a whole bunch of others that I can go through right now but you know maybe we'll have an episode strictly about that all right let's go ahead and move on to our next leading lady in the hmi all right let's go ahead and move on to miss rochelle who is basically like i want to say like she's like the compa songstress who um if I, she kind of makes me think about ashanti in the early 2000s how she would always be featured on certain songs and um, i'm trying to think of another r&b artist like that but anyways that's who i can think about right now in that moment or like mary j blige in the 90s who would always be featured she's always featured on some awesome hits awesome compa songs um, and also has her own music as well. So I'm going to go ahead and explain a few more things to you all so you can know about Miss Rochelle. Rochelle Beauty. First of all, all these women are beautiful. That's number one. But she's a striking beauty with a striking voice. Like she has that. I don't know how to explain it, but that just, you know how those R&B artists from like the 80s and the 90s just have that presence they give you, right? I just love when I see her. I love when I see her performing. I love seeing her Instagram, everything, hearing her music. She's just such a beauty inside and out. You can just, like I said, you could just tell that she's a super sweet person and you can hear it through her music. All right, so Rochelle is from Port-au-Prince and she began singing at the age of five. Um, so as you can see, it's been a part of her for a while. But in 2011, that's when she joined a training for a project called Haiti Heart of Women, which actually had some legends who were behind that project. And from there, her musical career began to take off. 2013 is where she really took off for her first video, which is Kitem Kriye. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and play a sweet ballad by her for you guys. And I hope that you all enjoy And You'll see what I mean by her voice. She a, has a very, like, sweet, beautiful voice.
I decided to play one of her throwbacks from 2014. Um, that song is called Kitem Kriye, which I'm pretty sure you all figured out by what she kept saying, which is just a beautiful song. And yeah, I just wanted to kind of, I realized I've been using a lot of newer songs for all the women that I've been talking about. So I wanted to like do a quick throwback and something that was a little bit calmer so you guys could see. I don't always just listen to like, you know, the hype music. I listen to calm music too, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's a super dope song. So make sure you all check it out. Like I said, um, this one is actually on Tidal, on Spotify, on YouTube, of course. So as always, make sure you check it out. Non, bah j'aime bah, mais on dit c'est une musique normale, bah j'aime bah, bah qui bon pour pou santé nous, pour... Pou. Pour que j'en senti ou Bah, j'aime bien menti. Comment moi? I know you guys like that song. As I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep saying that because I know you did. Like, I'm picking, I'm picking quality content for you guys. These are like, you know, these are good things that I'm picking for you. I hope if you guys heard that sound, I was pushing a pen down. That sounded kind of weird. So, you know, don't think I was being weird. Okay, so some more facts about Miss Rochelle is that she's now been in the game for five years. Five years of professional music experience. She has two albums, which one was called Emotions in 2014 and Rebel in 2017. She's known for her amazing collaborations. She's teamed up with some of HMI's heavyweights, including Jay Perry, Barakid Kuru. Ooh, isn't me got on Creole? Barakad, Barakad Kuru. Why am I struggling with that? Oh my goodness. And Kai. All right, y'all gonna judge me for the way I just said that, but I don't even care because you know what? You get my point. Barricade crew. B-A-R-I-K-A-D. Okay? Probably, probably malo. And anyways, so she is well known across the Caribbean and other international countries such as South Africa, Congo, and Canada to name a few. All right? And if you guys want to follow her, you can follow her at R-U-T-S-H-E-L-L-E on instagram already make sure you guys check her out she's a singer songwriter like i said and yeah she's lit oh sorry i had a pause so i can cough i don't know what's going on i need some water um i also wanted to mention about rochelle she also has a degree in philosophy um and you know i wanted to highlight that for all the women because i noticed that a lot of them had went to school and i know that there's some people who are like you know how Haitian parents can be kind of like, oh, you know, based on fit, um, music, da, da 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 like whatever. There's not every Haitian parent is like that. I know my parents are not. They want you to follow your dreams. But for those who are kind of hard on their kids and are like, oh, for a little da, da 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 it's just like, you know, you can do all those things. But whatever it is that chooses you in life, whatever your passion, your art is, your path, it's going to come your way regardless. So notice how a lot of these women went to school. Um, I don't think I mentioned IET. I don't know if I, I, I don't remember if I saw anything about school for her, but I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure she did as well. But for, let me scroll back up because I got my little information here. For Niska, it talked about how she went to school for graphic design, right? So it's like, don't ever let anyone tell you, oh, you know, you can't do this. You can't go to school and follow your passions, whether that's art or whatever. Because these women are highly educated and still they did their art thing. And one thing I've been noticing when I'm looking up the Haitian women for history posts on Instagram is that a lot of the women who were like writers or singers or actresses, on top of that, they also like were writers or journalists or other things of that nature. And the same thing for the African-American women that I found for my post on my main page. So my whole thing is, 
you can be a multifaceted person. A lot of women are. A lot of us wear many crowns, which is why on my brand, the the logo is a queen of many crowns because we can be many things at one time. We don't have to just be one thing, one person, one singular type of character. No, no, that's boring. That's boring. First of all, like no offense to anyone. If you just, you know, have one thing you're passionate about and your mind is set on that period, cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't ever let anyone tell you that you are not able to do this, that, and the third if that's what you want to do. Okay, sorry, I just had to drop some knowledge real quick. We're going to go ahead and move on to Miss Felicia Ross, who is actually another singer and songwriter as well. She's actually extremely talented. Like, for those who know, who've already seen her, she'll be at her concerts or performances. My good sis will be playing the piano or playing the keyboard and dancing and doing guyad and everything at the same time. And, like, she's just super freaking amazing. Okay, so... Let's get into why she's super amazing, all right? She's been passionate about the art of singing and music overall since the age of three, okay? So a lot of these women started super young, which is, I love it. It's awesome because that's how you know it's really in their blood. It's in their, it's their passion, you know what I mean? Throughout her journey with the art, she has developed instrumental, songwriting, and production skills. Her music has influences from classical, jazz, R&B, soul, and world music, her music is mainly a twist of R&B meets compa and zouk. How's that for some good music, right? I'm just telling you, okay? So let me play a quick song for you guys. And like I said, at the end, I'll let you know what the name of the song is. Been living a lie, acting like I'm fine. But I've been denying my reality. Them seem to spagai, my shinty corrompai. When corner wap upgrade me, me way my precious So you guys just heard a clip of P-Bon by Felicia Ross. And oh, yeah, I love it. You don't even want to be able to say that because I'm going to get into my music. It's not normal. It's not a good one. Bon femme creole qui a chanté, qui a rap. C'est le bon femme qui a chanté. C'est pas rien qui a chanté. C'est pas normal. C'est classique. Femme belle, femme qui a chanté. You know? Hi. Why was it going on man? You don't have to tell me. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. I'm really having a good time with this episode. Um, y'all know I love music. Like, oh gosh, I really want to take singing lessons and like actually I mean, I don't know about taking it serious, like actually like, make it a record or anything, but I just want singing to be more like of a it kind of is a hobby already, but I wanna like be better at it. I just like singing. Anyways, so back to Miss Felicia Ross. She sings and speaks in three languages, English, French, and Creole. And I'm pretty sure she probably speaks some other languages too, but I didn't find that online. But just looking at her, Okay, 
All right, y'all. So since 2014, she has turned heads across the world, including um, countries like Canada, the USA, of course, France, Guyana, Jamaica, and Haiti, of course, for sure. She's an independent, completely independent artist, okay, which I found this on her website. It's a completely independent artist who owns and runs her own production company, which is called Felicia Ross Music, M-I-Z-I-K. As always, you guys can find her on Instagram at P-H-Y-L-L-I-S-I-A Ross, Felicia Ross, okay? She is, she's wonderful. She's amazing. Honestly, all of the women I picked today, I thank you guys for your artistry. Well, I thank you women for your artistry. Felicia Ross, Rochelle, Aitzi, Niska, and Mikael. Thank you, ladies, for being super awesome, super amazing, beautiful, intelligent, all of those good things. You know what I'm saying? You know, and like I said, I just really want to see more representation for these women. And granted, these women that I chose do have a pretty large following. I still believe we're not at the place yet in Haitian culture where women being at the top of the music industry is the norm. In fact, I saw somebody post something because um, Leonia Sweet actually posted a video of this older band that I actually spoke about last year on the podcast when I did. Actually, it's funny. Episode four of last year was about Haitian women in music as well. But I did like the first ladies of Haitian. Um, sorry, the first ladies of Compa. But anyway, so somebody commented under that post and basically said, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I love compound music to my core, but the patriarchy that exists, patriarchy is basically like the the system of how society has men on a higher pedestal. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's a great way for me to explain it quickly. Anyways, but the patriarchy that exists in our music is disgusting. We should have more women as lead singers. Men and women should support Haitian women singers and musicians, Haitian producers, writers, Slash writers should not coerce or manipulate Haitian women to sleep with them. So obviously the last part, I've heard people make comments before who are in the music industry, you know, say things about how, you know, when they're trying to get their music done or produce things that the men who are in charge tend to be a little bit, try to take advantage in a sense of them. And honestly, guys, it's time for us to stop. It's really time for us to just stop, stop. Stop trying to use, you know, your masculinity to control women and to think that, oh, because I'm helping out this woman in this way, she owes me something in the form of sex or she owes me um, some type of sexual favor or she needs to be with me. She needs to be my woman or something. Stop. Like, please get some help. (laughs) Some of y'all really need some help because She's a good actress. N'importe ça la fait. Les gens ont les ont pile talent. Comprends-moi? Ou pas qu'à dire qu'on y a pour une dix femmes là. Oh non, mais babé deux parce que faut dormir avec moi, faut faire ça avec moi, faut faire sexe avec moi. Est-ce que c'est un bail qui fait sens? Est-ce que c'est un bail qui fait sens? And it's not even to say just the Haitian music industry. It's in a lot of different sectors of life. Period. And it's not obviously just Haitian men or Haitian culture. This is something. This it's a disease in society as a whole in the whole world. Period. Men in power tend to believe that because they have the power, therefore they are able to exert that power over women and people who are a little bit more helpless than they are. Or at least it's framed that way in society where women are quote unquote helpless and men have to save them or some men take advantage of them. 
I know I just went off on a whole tangent and there's so much more that I would love to say on this topic, but I'm trying to keep this episode short. I just want to end it by saying, men, if you know a man, oh, y'all know I live in the hood. So if y'all hear that, I don't know if it's a fire truck or no fire ambulance. Sorry, y'all. Anyways, boy, is on me. Hey, is this? All right. Sorry. Y'all. That was a random tangent. I, I want to just end it by saying, men, please, some of y'all really have to do better. And for those of you who don't necessarily need to do better, I need you to speak to your fellow men and just be more protective of women in the sense of if you hear or see a man saying a certain thing about a woman or how he's going to try to take advantage of her, can you please just speak up? And I, I'm saying that from, from the bottom of my heart. Can you please just speak up? Can you please view women in a different light in that we don't owe you something because you're helping us with something else? Now, if it comes to like, you know, monetary transactions, like somebody's producing something for you, you're doing a certain um, job for them. Of course, by, by all means, get your money. Like I'm never going to tell no one not to get their money, but don't try to take advantage of people who are in a lower position than you. And even not just, not even just women. Sometimes this happens where it's, or it's men taking advantage of either it could be it could be a younger man in the industry. It could be a woman taking advantage of a man or another woman. Whatever it is, I just need people to understand, like, there's no reason for you to feel as if because you have some notoriety, some clout, some money, um, good looking clothes, good shoes, that you therefore deserve or have the right to treat people who are quote unquote underprivileged in a certain way, just, we got to do better as human beings, period, period, okay? All right, so we're going to move on to the mental health portion of this show, which I know, like I said earlier, y'all probably like, girl, how, how, how's mental health going to fit in? Well, I'll tell you. In my true nerdy nature, (laughs) Uh, nerdy nature, that's funny. Anyways, so I went to Huffington Post and I found this article called Why On-Screen Representation Actually Matters. Ding, ding, ding. Representation, women in the Haitian music industry. So we know the stories we watch on screen tend to marginalize people of color and women, but we might not realize how it affects us. This is the quote that starts off the article, which is by Sarah Bulboots and Kimberly Yam. Okay. So something that I pulled from, a few things I pulled from this article, it says there's this body of research in a term known as symbolic annihilation, which is the idea that if you don't see people like you in the media, you consume, you must somehow be unimportant. 
Nicole Martins of Indiana University. Next thing I pulled from there. Visual media teaches us how the world works and our place in it. When you don't see people like yourself, the message is you're invisible. The message is you don't count. And the message is there's something wrong with me. Let's stop right there. Let's stop. Like, what is all of that that I just said mean? What does it mean? Think about it. You're growing up and you're watching TV and you're seeing a whole bunch of people who don't look like you, whether it be race-wise, gender-wise, ethnicity-wise, money-wise, meaning social, um, your you know, socio-economical background, meaning whether you're rich or poor, or middle income, however you may want to say it. Um, and as well as orientation, sexual orientation. You're growing up and you see people on TV who don't represent who you are, who don't represent the thoughts that you have and ideas. And you begin to kind of feel like, hmm, well, maybe I'm not important. Maybe I should just play the background. And that's what society wants you to think. The people who are in power and have these privileges want you to believe because you are not represented on screen, you therefore don't have power in society. And a lot of times, oftentimes, we end up backing ourselves up into a corner. Feeling like, oh, well, I'm not represented on TV, so perhaps I'm not important. Therefore, my voice doesn't count. I don't deserve to speak up. I should hold these things in. And anyone who understands how the human psyche works in psychology, when you begin to think of yourself at this lower position, you tend to be someone who others will look at and be like, you know, they feel as though they are allowed to take advantage of you, which is obviously not true. Um, and you may also begin to feel very self-conscious, have a very low self-esteem and be, you know, and oftentimes people who do have a lower self-esteem tend to engage in risky behaviors. And I know you guys are thinking, oh my God, it cannot be that deep just because women are not represented or black people are not represented. No, these things are well documented and researched. I'm not making it. I'm not pulling this out of my behind. I promise you guys. I said, I told you the article and everything. I'm not making this stuff up. And then I found another one, which was on the NYU website. This is an article called Gendered Media, The Influence of Media on Views of Gender by Julia T. Wood. Now, a few things I found from this that was interesting was how one recurring theme in media is representations of relationships, which show that men are the competent authorities or the smarter people who save women from their incompetence. Do you hear that? And media, TV, movies, etc., books, usually, you know, the whole idea of the damsel in distress. Oftentimes, men are there to, quote unquote, save the woman, meaning that she's not able to take care of herself and she's, quote unquote, stupid. Therefore, needs a man to insert himself and save her from herself. Right. And that can also be applied to the white savior trope, which is an idea that in media and movies, oftentimes when it's a story about like um, how, let's say, for example, I'm trying to think of an exact movie. Hmm. Um, shoot, I can't think of the, mo the movie name, but basically there's a lot of movies where it seems like white people are quote unquote saving black people from themselves or from their problems, right? That's the whole white savior idea that black people are not able to help themselves without a white person being there for them. <clears throat> oh, sorry, I'm not, I really need water. Um, so yeah, let's get back into the exact meaning of this. So something else that we find is that in children's literature, it usually will show women is helpless and males is coming to their rescue as well like with sleeping beauty and you know all these different little things that they have right and one thing that they ended with in this particular section 
of this article is that up to 90% of the time, a man's voice is used to explain the value of what is being sold in commercials. Usually you'll hear like a man's voice like, um, you know, welcome to da, 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 da. But like whatever you, you guys know what I mean, right? I can't think of like exact ideas today to like, you know, give you an example. But I say all of that to say when Haitian women in the music industry are not being represented, what message are we sending to our young girls? What message are we sending to our young women who wants to pursue a career in the arts? Who wants to pursue a career in, in politics? Let's let me not even get to politics in Haiti because that's a whole different story. Well, I will just a little bit. I often wonder, had there been more women who were in positions of power, how different things may be or might have been. But again, so as I said, what message are we sending across when we continue to place men at the forefront and place men at the top? And you guys know, you know, it's happening. You know, it is. And this is not to like, this is never, never to bash any of my Haitian men, my Haitian kings who are in the Haitian music industry they're popping. I love their music. I grew up on their music. It has a, it plays a special part in my life. I'm always listening to compa. However, I realized my era is also, I didn't really look into Haitian women in music. Ugh. I didn't really look into Haitian women in the music industry until um, more recent years. And I began to think, wow, shame on me to be someone who's saying that I'm a feminist or someone who loves history and loves women and all of these different things for me not to support my fellow sisters. Like, and not just as women, Haitian men too. Show these ladies some love. I know y'all like to look at some belle femme. So I, I gave you Instagrams, okay? <laughs> you can look them up and you'll see how, not only how good they look, but their talent, right? And I'm not trying to put their looks in front of their talent, but you get what I mean. Like men are very visual creatures, yada, yada, whatever. I know how y'all are. Um, but yeah, so my whole thing is just like, for no by for me on place, pour yon ka senti comme si yo jam, pour yon senti yo important, pour yon senti comme si voyo gen force. Parce que le mam gade ki jan fom yo, pa, nou pa ba yon chance pour yon moutre, moutre le mol talent yo. Somebody ki fem mal en pile, parce que these women have talent. They have talent and I also just realized that I need to work on my Creole, y'all. And I need to be around more Haitians. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because I'm listening to myself speak Creole just now. And I was like, I'm like stumbling. Anyways, on a serious note, we need to give our women in the Haitian music industry, the entertainment industry, politics, all of these different things. We need to give them more space, more platforms to grow, to show the world who in the fuck Haitian women are. Because we are popping we're popping yep i had to curse y'all i had to just drop one f-bomb i'm sorry it's the jersey girl let me out i couldn't help it so what do we learn from this episode what are we gonna do we're gonna look up these our, my homework for y'all we're gonna look up these beautiful women we're gonna listen to their music and we're gonna get their streams up and we're gonna give them their coins because they deserve it they need it they need their money give them their money okay i say all that to say the more we show and put Haitian women on the forefront in the music industry, we're going to see more young girls being more fearless. They're going to be more like, oh, I can do this too. I see that so-and-so is doing it and he's a guy, but I also see Rochelle is doing it and Mikael and Aiti is doing it and Niska is doing it. 
and Felicia Ross is doing it and everyone else. And I see Emily and Michelle who's still holding it down. I see, um, who else can I name right now? Really quick. Princess Yud. I see her. She's holding it down. I see Misty Jean. She's holding it down. I see all of these amazing, wonderful women who are still holding it down in the Haitian music industry, despite the sexism, despite the misogyny, despite the, you know, the unequal representation that they receive in Haitian media. So correct me if I'm wrong. If there's anyone who feels like, oh, they get enough representation. Hey, you know, we're all entitled to our wrong opinions. No, I'm kidding. Um, but seriously, if there's something that I'm missing, hey, let me know because I want to share it. I love being educated and I love educating. So I'm going to go ahead and sign out, y'all. I Look, it's under 50 minutes. That was the goal. I said 45 minutes. Let me stop. All right, y'all. So I'm your host, Sophony, and you were just listening to Sac Passe with Sophony. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you all enjoyed yourself and that you got some good gooyad in as you were listening to some of these songs. You know, you want your waist a little bit. Go one man. Um, like I said, go check these ladies out. Make sure you're following the podcast on Instagram, sacpasse underscore podcast. Follow me on my Instagram as well, which you can find through my podcast page. All right, I'm done. Oh my God, okay, it's about to be 45 minutes. Okay, guys, Molly, 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 Molly. I'm signing out. Bye-bye, bye-bye.